Welcome to episode 22 of Sipping Teachers. I am your host, Michelle Weeks, a life coach for teachers and a teacher of little people too. In this podcast, I share short, punchy snippets of practical advice and strategies to alleviate your overwhelm, avoid burnout, and to help you become the most confident and productive teacher you can be. It is your double shot coffee alternative to make you love and balance life inside and outside the school gates. In this week's episode, we are going to be sipping over how to switch your brain off for a good night's sleep. (laughs) This is an age old problem for us teachers. So firstly, I want you to know that you are not alone and there is nothing wrong with you. Your brain is working as it should. And it just needs a little bit of assistance to help it unwind and decompress. So we have all heard of teacher tired, right? It is real and it's brutal. Let's face it. There's no denying that at all. With that in mind, I want to share a couple of reasons behind why teacher tired happens and how we can support ourselves to switch our brains off so that we can gain more restorative rest and also to negate that age old grip of teacher tired. So, I mean, as teachers, we have so many things on our plate. This is not the first time that you've heard me talk about this. It happens all the time. This includes not only tasks and commitments or expectations, but also the heavy weight of caring so deeply for our students, their well-being, and also for those around us, including our colleagues and our family and our friends. We are deeply caring humans. And as such, the mental weight of those things usually bears a fairly heavy load, which can subconsciously make us feel heavy and exhausted and also leads us to burnout. It is this subconscious weight which I want to delve a little bit further into today because usually it is that deeper layer which really creates the teacher tired. So I basically want you to take a quick second here to think about all of the additional worries and concerns and thoughts that you have had just in the last day which are to do with that subconscious level of thinking. Maybe a student seems a little bit off. Maybe you're feeling guilty for not visiting a family member in a little while. Potentially even feeling bad for being tired when you get home and not spending quality time with your partner or your kids. And yes, I use these examples because I may or may not have dealt with these exact same things before. Again, you are not alone. But if you look at the list that I just talked about or the examples that you've just come up with, it will start to become apparent that these additional layers of negative emotions build and build and become a huge drain on your already waning energy pool. The examples that I just pointed out didn't have an action or a release involved. They just were, they were heavy thoughts. The existence of the concern, the thought or the worry was purely there for that reason to make you feel concerned, guilty, worried. And of course, they help you feel additionally tired. 
And let's face it, ain't nobody got time for that. So I wanted then to share with you a couple of simple ways to lighten the load of this additional mental baggage so that you are able to switch your brain off to get a good night's sleep and to feel restoratively rested by the time your alarm goes off in the morning. Or, I mean, in my case, before the jackhammering of the building site ramps up next door. So the first one here is to decompress after the school day. Okay, this is another one that I talk about often because it's so powerful and helps to kind of section off your day. So making space and time, even if it's only for one minute, to recognize that you have left school and you are switching to home life and that you achieved a lot in your day. (laughs) That allows you to help the transition and to not carry everything from the school day through into the evening with you. So what could this look like? This could be a meditation when you get into your car at the end of the day, a verbal brain dump on your way home. And here, let it flow, people. There are no rules. Just verbal diarrhea it out and let your shoulders lighten. It could also be in the form of sort of leaving your classroom clean and set up for the next day so that you walk away with a clean slate um, and that you start your next day feeling clear and set up. So whatever works for you here is totally key, but this decompression is an important element to allowing your brain to switch off. The second one here, it's an obvious one, but I always need reminding of it. So here I'm going to do the same for you, lucky you. It is around a nighttime routine. So how do you wind down? What is your goal bedtime? What potential distractions may throw you off course? How can you minimize these? And then what do you have up your sleeve to support you if you happen to wake up in the middle of the night with a mind full of rushing thoughts? And this one is really important. What benefit do you gain from a nighttime routine and how will you remind yourself of this when you are just about to dismiss its importance in the moment? If you can recognize that prior to the moment happening, you're more likely to follow through on your plans within the moment. Okay, my third one here is, shocker, to journal. (laughs) Write down your thoughts, your worries and your concerns. Basically, this helps to lessen their power and their mightiness in your brain. It brings them back down to reality and it often allows you to recognize that you have embellished them a little bit in letting them fly around your mental space where I guess they just gain a whole lot of momentum and they grow like tumbleweeds. But also importantly here, if your thoughts or your concerns or your worries really are biggies, write them down. Sorry, writing them down will help you to share the load and to identify to yourself that actually it's totally viable for you to be thinking and feeling this way and that it's okay. It's okay that you feel this way. By acknowledging the feeling, even if it is a negative one, and that's very normal, we give ourselves the space to work through it much quicker. Okay, if we just completely ignore it, 
it will get bigger and bigger. Number four here is to be kind to yourself. This is a skill and it takes consistent practice, but ladening yourself with kind thoughts is super important. So tell yourself how proud you are of yourself. Accept your own praise. This is a tricky one. It took me a long time to do that. Recognize what you have achieved and just sit in it. We are all too familiar with the opposite of this, that scarcity mindset of I should be doing more. I am not good enough. I didn't do that perfectly. They must think I'm a fraud. I wouldn't be a good enough teacher unless I stayed back late or unless I made everything appear like I have it perfectly or under control. And I mean, even I am surprised as to how easily those statements just flowed out of my brain. So it really is proof that Actively thinking kind thoughts about ourselves and praising ourselves is vital because the opposite is way more easily achieved. Basically, this point is about making a conscious decision to not layer the negative emotions on your thoughts because as we know, kindness is cool. All right, number five, communicate with others. So let your partner know that you would love to spend time with them, but that at the moment you're just currently exhausted. So make a plan here to put some quality time aside in the short term and then allow it to be okay that you come home and crash. Okay, basically don't let that guilt linger because it will only weigh you down. Communicating and making a plan and then letting the guilt subside is key here. If you're going to let it hang around, it's going to exhaust you. And this is the same for things like visiting family members or having social commitments. Make a plan which suits you, communicate that plan, and then allow yourself to not have that feeling of subconscious guilt that you otherwise would have. All right, number six, Be intentional with your time. (laughs) Put time aside for clean rest and clean rest is rest without guilt. It feels counterintuitive. I get that, but I promise you that you will be gaining time by losing time through allowing yourself time to do something that is not teacher or school related. The clarity rejuvenation and extra sort of zap of energy that you feel by having that time away will always be worth it, even if it feels like it won't. Number seven, seven. All right, the car map. (laughs) It's a simple one, but my goodness, it's so effective. The Calm app is, has daily meditations and the daily calm by my mate, Tamira Lovett. She is a lifesaver and has me fast asleep in no time at all. The loving kindness meditations are my favorite ones here, but also the full body relaxation breathing ones are a great way to unwind and also to become cognizant of where you are holding the tension in your body and to release that as well. And the last one here is to take action where possible. Okay, so if it's not possible, make that decision too, so that you aren't loaded with indecisiveness and toing and froing between feeling like you should be doing something 
and not actually following through on it. So if you can lighten your load here, book in a time and follow through on taking that action. That will allow your brain to not ruminate on all of the thoughts and all of the things that you should be doing and all of the concerns that you should be having because you have it booked in place. So if you are a teacher who is experiencing teacher tired to a whole nother level and you really just wish that you could switch your brain off and get a good night's sleep, I ensure you that implementing one or all of the above will have a huge impact and it will set you up for success on the restorative rest front. I believe in you and I think that you have totally got this. So in light of keeping this podcast short and punchy, I think I've just heard the morning tea bell ring, which means this little chat between two sipping teachers needs to come to an end for today. Between now and when we cross ear pads again, don't forget to remember your why and appreciate all the little and the big joys in your day. If you would like to contact me further to discuss any of the topics I share, please either send me an email to hello at michelleweeks.com.au, check out my one-to-one coaching program for teachers called Unfrazzled, or contact me on Instagram at michelle.c.weeks. Chat to you soon.